This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Proud to say it's sugar is made in America. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The top trade official in the Biden administration says talks with China are only increasing in difficulty. Speaking at USDA's Ag Outlook Forum, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai says the administration has been in touch with China about the gaps between its Phase 1 commitments and its actual purchases. These have not been easy conversations, and in fact, they have gotten more difficult over time. That doesn't change the overall um, aspects of this trade relationship, which is profoundly consequential, but also extremely difficult and getting more difficult. Aside from purchase commitment issues, she says the administration is also pressing China to change its trade approach to one more closely resembling the U.S. system. We very much would like for China to play by our rules, uh, but we cannot uh, make decisions for China. And what do we need to do uh, on our own behalfs um, to defend the interests of our economy and um, our stakeholders, and uh, including very much our agricultural stakeholders. In other trade news, U.S. officials expect to see the absence of Ukraine from the global trade marketplace leading to more demand for American wheat and corn. AgriPulse's Bill Thompson has more. President Joe Biden made good on his pledge to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court today. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. President Joe Biden announced today he is nominating Judge Kintanji Brown-Jackson to fill the seat of Justice Stephen Breyer upon his retirement. Jackson was one of President Biden's first judicial nominees. She was nominated and confirmed with bipartisan support to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit in 2021. Speaking at the White House, Biden explained why he chose Jackson. Her opinions are always carefully reasoned, tethered to precedent, and demonstrate respect for how the law impacts everyday people. It doesn't mean she puts her thumb on the scale of justice one way or the other, but she understands the broader impact of her decisions. Breyer first selected Jackson to be a Supreme Court clerk when she was first starting her career. Jackson thanked Breyer in her speech. Justice Breyer not only gave me the greatest job that any young lawyer could ever hope to have, but he also exemplified every day in every way that a Supreme Court justice can perform at the highest level of skill and integrity while also being guided by civility, grace, pragmatism, and generosity of spirit. Justice Breyer, the members of the Senate will decide if I fill your seat, but please know that I could never fill your shoes. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer expects Jackson to receive a Senate Judiciary hearing in the coming weeks, followed by a vote on the Senate floor. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle. Finally today, in case you missed it, the Environmental Protection Agency is hitting the virtual road to gather feedback on the Waters of the U.S. rule. EPA recently announced plans for 10 virtual roundtables on the issue that will focus on the impact of the rule in different regions. EPA Ag Advisor Rod Snyder says he plans to participate in some of the events, which he says the agency wants to use to gather important feedback. You know, we hear from stakeholders, we hear from farmers that there are challenges um, around the country with, with implementation. Um, and as I said before, part of the reason for the regional approach these roundtables is that, you know, there are different experiences based on where you are in the country and the types of land that you're managing and, and, and waterways, et cetera. So um, 
we, we do actually need to hear, I think, more from stakeholders and more from farmers around those experiences at a local level. Several of the roundtables will be convened by state farm bureaus and other ag organizations, but Snyder says EPA wants to hear from a diverse group of voices from each region. This uh, regional roundtable approach uh, was, I think, an attempt to try to bring together diverse perspectives to have a conversation in a way that we haven't done before as an agency, a chance to sort of create a different type of a, a discussion, a different kind of conversation to see where common ground could be identified. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar farmers and workers are proud to say that our sugar is made in America. A strong U.S. sugar policy supports a sustainable, efficient, and resilient supply chain for this essential ingredient. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington... I'm Spencer Chase.